This is Tuesday, May 17th. I don't know about you, but I love to read the stories of how the gospel has advanced around the world. Often, vast changes happen in our world based on what seemed like at the time minor decisions. For example, one missionary, Amy Carmichael, spent most of her life in India. But the truth is, she never planned to go to India. Her plan was to go and serve in China. Along the way, she made her way to Japan and fell ill and had to return to her hometown, Belfast in Northern Ireland. Only later did she find her way to India. Again, not her plan, not her intended destination. But in India, her most important work was done in providing a refuge for young women that were being trafficked. She is credited for rescuing hundreds of young girls from lives of forced prostitution. But as you read her story, you see that against her own plans, God directed her where she would be needed the most, where she would be most effective. Now, we've been learning in our study how God scattered the gospel from Jerusalem to the rest of the world. Acts chapter 8 tells an extraordinary story revealing how God sent the gospel into Africa. This is Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 29. Now, an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. And he rose and went. And there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning seated in his chariot and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. The spirit said to Philip, Go over and join his chariot. Now, as we learned last week, Philip was doing productive ministry in Samaria. There was so much joy in the city as the people understood God's grace, that God loved them and had a plan for their lives. And just as it seems there was a breakthrough, the Holy Spirit intervenes and sends Philip away. It seems strange and almost meaningless. It would be like telling someone to go up the interstate and hang out at a rest stop and wait to see what happens. So strange, but remember, God is working to build his church. Now, the Spirit does not tell Philip whom he will meet there or what he is to do. He simply tells him to go and wait there. And Philip obeys. He waits alongside the road, and while he's there, he meets an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the Queen of Ethiopia. Actually, you could call this person the CFO of all of Ethiopia. Now, this person, so this person is of high office in the queen's court. This man traveled in his chariot all the way from Ethiopia to go up to the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. You should know that distance is greater than 1,500 miles. <laughs> Why did he travel there? Well, clearly he was a God-fearing man, a man seeking the Lord. And now... He's on his way home, and he stops alongside the road. And guess who he encounters? The Spirit sent Philip there to meet this man, this Ethiopian eunuch, and share the gospel with him. Philip joined his chariot and found the man reading a scroll of the book of Isaiah. 
By the way, just owning a scroll was a huge commitment because they were so expensive. This man must have had great wealth. Here's where we pick up the story. Acts chapter 8, verse 30 to 31. So Philip ran up, ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I, unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Philip found the man reading the book of Isaiah and chapter 53. That's the chapter about God's suffering servant. And honestly, there's no better chapter to use to explain who Jesus is and what he came to do for our salvation. Now, there's one thing we did not mention. We believe the eunuch went to Jerusalem to go to the temple. But do you know that he would not even be allowed to go inside? Because the law had strict rules that said to not allow anyone to enter that was a eunuch. So imagine making such a long trip and not being granted entry. But God was working in this situation. The eunuch responded to the gospel when Philip shared it with him. And he asked to be baptized right then and there. And then straight away, the Spirit took Philip elsewhere to continue the work of sharing the gospel. Now I want to tell you a little more about Amy Carmichael. As we learned, she had no plans to go to India but the Lord took her there. She spent a lifetime rescuing women and teaching them the way of Jesus, and the place she established became a refuge for over a thousand young people that would not have had a future. In 1912, Queen Mary herself recognized the benefit of her work and had a hospital built there on the grounds to support the mission. Amy Carmichael later said of God's plan, it's a safe thing to trust him to fulfill the desire that he creates. We're not exactly sure what happened when the Ethiopian eunuch returned home, but what we do know is that Ethiopia went on to become the first Christian nation in the world. Yes, God scatters, and then he gathers his people, and this is the story of how the gospel first went to Africa. And even today, there's a, grow, a thriving fellowship of believers in Ethiopia. This is the wonder of the sovereignty of God. Let's pray. Almighty God, we cannot see your plans, but we see the effect of the work of your Holy Spirit in our world. Remind us of your sovereignty today, Lord. We need to remember that you are in charge and you are Lord. Help us to trust in your ways. For in your name we pray. Amen.